0: Hi, everybody. It's uh, 21.06 right now. uh, I'm not going to change that. Usually I I try to make it (laughs) civilian friendly. Too tired. Um, So I'm just going to jump right in. I have i uh, been talking to someone very dear to me about the lackadaisical way male um, mental health is looked at. It's not taken as seriously as women's. Men are just expected to suck it up and move on and just take it take the punches, take the blows, men are just expected to be big strong men, they're not expected to want to talk about their feelings or have someone else understand their feelings or to justify their feelings, they're not, they're not expected to do those things because they're men, because that's the stigma, that's the way it's viewed in today's society. And it it shouldn't be that way. It, it should not be that way. If you're a man who has struggled with depression and anxiety, you're embarrassed to the point where you can't talk to your loved ones, your family, your friends, uh, for the fear of being viewed as less of a man. So you just keep it all in. You keep the darkness in. And you fear... That you too thought that you were less of a man, that you were weak, but that's that's just not the case. Just from talking to um, this person that I care so much for, I'm, I'm not going to put his name on here. I've never done that, and I'm never going to do that. Um. He has talked about months and months of chronic anxiety and depression at a time. Fearing that you know, every step he took or the words that he spoke would be the straw that just finally broke the camel's back, so to speak. Um, he felt like, I can't remember all of his words, so I'm just going to try to take how he was feeling when he was telling me and put them into my own words. Um, kind of felt like a firework waiting to explode, I guess. He had so much pent up tension and stress, but no way to release it. Then came the guilt and the depression as it went on and on and on and just kind of continuous. And I know that he struggles a lot with it. Um, He sees how it affects me and how it affects me emotionally because I can't help him. Um, I I don't know how to help him other than be there for him to talk to and to be his soundboard and to be a support system and to be his partner in every way that he will let me be you know he when i first met him he was filled with joy and laughter and happiness and and that it it just it's just seemed to have turned into fear and resentment and i i don't know how to fix it i would fix it if it was that easy he goes through phases where he says she would be better off without me. I know he thinks that to himself. That he's not the man that I need. That he's weak. That he can't even control his own mind and thoughts. So how's he supposed to ever be able to take care of his family? Me and our kids. Our combined kids. Our our Walton's family. (laughs) Um... He keeps beating himself up day after day. I mean, it's gotten to the point to where our relationship is starting to rip at the seams. It it feels like I... You know, I... I know... Part of him hates hiding his emotions. I know that a part of him hates that he is not comfortable enough or is it more because he doesn't like feeling vulnerable and he doesn't want to open up because of he, because he would be vulnerable if he opened up like that. <clears throat> so he just hides it. He just hides it from me, from the world He just tries. He tries to take it all on himself. He tries to shoulder it all on himself. You know, that monster that's inside of him. And it takes. It it is, it is. It is a monster. It's a monster that he is constantly battling. And it's taking every single ounce of energy that he has to keep it caged up. He doesn't have energy anymore. He doesn't have the want or the need to really get out and do anything i know he tries i know he tries to keep going daily fighting through this depression through this fog that's just a constant weight on him but he's going through a life and death battle a life or death battle every single moment of the day every single moment of the day it is a life or death battle for him and that goes for every single man that's dealing with the same thing that doesn't have an outlet or someone they can trust or a way to express or get help whether it's a therapist or your person whether it's um, antidepressants or anti anxiety medication, whatever the case may be. Everyone's need, everyone's level of help, everyone's form of help is different. No one's is the same. No one's. You have to get. We have to figure out a way to get you past. And this goes for for my man too, my guy. We have to get them past the point of saying, if I get help, I'm not a man. If I get help, I'm less of a man. If I get help, I'm going to be ridiculed. We have to get past that. We have to. So instead of leaning into your illness and opening up, you decide it would be better to just play along with the demons and maybe drink the pain away. How many men do that? How many men just try to get some pain relief at the, at the bottom of a bottle or at the bottom of a pill bottle? You know, everyone's doing it. This is just the way men handle. This is just the way men deal with things. I mean, there can't be, there can't be another option. If you were to tell your male friends, your male family members, what you were feeling and what you were going through, would they assume you were weak? Or do you assume that they would think that? Would they think of you as mentally weak? Or do you just assume that they would think that? You tell yourself, no, it's, it's better this way. I will just, I will keep hiding it. I can do this. I can suck it up. Right. That's, that's what men do. That's what men have been taught to do since they were children. You know, they've been taught that their mental health and their feelings and how they process things and how they're treated is different than women. And it should not be like that. Should not be like that. So how do we change it? How do we change that? (sighs) You know, it's been going on. This has been going on with my guy for you know, a couple of months where it's just, it's just a fog of depression and anxiety. Um, and eventually that fog is going to come to a crescendo. It's going to come to an apex. You know, you're, you're going to find yourself somewhere where you least expect it to happen. Least expect it to happen hardware store. Let's go to the hardware store. We're talking about men, right? So you're in the hardware store, you're on an aisle or you're looking at tools, you're looking at parts for your bathroom, you're looking at parts to fix the washing machine or the dryer or whatever it is that you're working on. You have a visceral feeling that your anxiety was once and for all all going to just shatter into a million pieces right there in that aisle you can't breathe everything around you comes to a stop your mind just begins to race in a million different directions fear confusion death suicide all of your worst fears culminated into a single wave of the fiercest panic you had ever imagined and after all those months of pushing it down and burying it right there in the hardware store You had a complete and total breakdown. You're going to be at a point during that episode, during that breakdown, where you're almost on your knees. And you have started your descent from high tension to low depression, where your life comes into um, a hyper-clarity moment right and you begin asking yourself deeper questions why are you here do you matter why is this happening to you after months of fog you finally had some clarity no answers but for the first time in a long time you were asking better questions You start talking to yourself out loud. (laughs) At at this point, you you don't care what others think. You had come to the edge of life. You turned back and you you decided to go on. You were on the edge. You were on the edge. You were done. But you decided to turn back and you decided to continue on. See? I hope you're listening to me. Your life does fucking matter. I don't care about my language. I don't care who I offend. I really don't. This is a very pinpointed podcast. Hopefully it'll bring some awareness and some other things. You do have a purpose on this earth. You are a man you are a man no illness or sickness could keep you from being this amazing man that you are that you have become that you have turned yourself into dealing with all of your own scars and all i guess you're still a man Nobody can take that from you. Your depression can't take that from you. Your anxiety cannot take that from you. Your anxiety and your depression do not define who you are. You define it. You have to define your your anxiety. You have to define your depression. From that moment forward, when you finally when you finally realize that you matter, from that day forward, you, you vow to start viewing life as happening for you rather than happening to you. You'll come to grips with the fact that uh, your family and friends... Some of your family and friends did, did reject you based on your illness or whatever you were going to. But that's okay. Because you're going to look in your corner and you're going to see the ones that actually love you and actually care about you because they're still going to be there they're still going to be there the ones that loved you for the scars the ones that loved you through all of the hard shit Luck, luckily for you we are more loving and more caring and more fierce when it comes to fighting for you and helping you than you will ever imagine or than you ever could have imagined, rather. When you're ready, you'll sit up, you'll look at whatever's in front of you, whether it's your boy or our kids, our other kids, me, whatever project you're working on at the time. You're going to look at it and go, I'm ready. I'm ready for growth. I'm willing to be a man who wore, who wears his heart on his sleeve. Sure, you may lose some more friends or you know, some more family members that are just, that are going to view that side of you as weak also, but that's okay too. Because you'll get to a point where you no longer care about appealing to the masses. You will like your small circle, your folks, your sister, the kids, me, the boys and there's nothing wrong with your circle being small that's where the big magic happens that's where life happens is in those small circles but that road to growth is going <clears throat> is is going to go on for a long time you're going to have to move out the weeds the shrubs anything that's in your way you're going to have some turbulence it's just, it's part of it. It's part of the growth process. And you're going to be, you're going to head, you're going to go upward. You're going to go forward. You're going to continue on. And each day is going to bring a new battle. Each day will get a little better. Each day will feel a little more grounded. Some days you'll fail. Some days you'll succeed. But no longer will you believe that this condition is terminal because you will overcome it. Again and again. And again, because that's who you are. That is who you are. Fighters fight, see? Fighters fight. You have told me that since day one. Fighters fight, see? And at the end of the day, it's up to you to own who you are. You are the strongest man. And the most amazing man I have ever known, and maybe just maybe if you create the space to tell others about your struggles, you may notice that um, you start to feel even more, I guess, manly than you ever have before. I believe in you, I believe in you. See. I have faith in you. I believe your struggle has a deeper meaning than you have ever come close to realizing. Tap into that source. Be the man that you are. Be the man that you want to be. Be the man that you were meant to be. I believe in you. All of our kids believe in you. Your folks, your sister. We're all here. We are all here for you. For as long, for as long as we are allowed to grace this earth, we are in your corner. I love you. That's it for tonight. I hope everybody has a fantastic night can at all.